When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A few players on the Indianapolis Colts received their flowers on Tuesday as Gardner Minshew, DeForest Buckner, and Ryan Kelly were all named to the 2024 Pro Bowl. Or is it a deserving nomination for each one of these three? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Horseshoe Huddle Halftime, the special audio-only episodes of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast brought to you by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and as always, I'm joined here by my co-host, Drake Wally. Drake, two of those guys, uh, we'll just get right out of, right out of the gate here, uh, uh, just kind of clear the air. Two of those guys in Buckner and Kelly thought were very well deserving of, yep. of those of those Pro Bowl nominations. Uh thought they had a chance to go in on the first the first go around. But I'll tell you what, when I saw Gardner Minshew was named to the Pro Bowl roster, uh had to do a double, maybe even a triple take when when that came across the screen. Yeah, you know, um regardless of what what the opinions are, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting selection. Um, a, a big question mark, but Hey, uh, like you said, the first two guys, absolutely. You know, in fact, kind of shocked that they didn't get it, you know, a nomination in the first round, like you right. said, but the Gardner Minshew one, definitely. I love how you said double or triple take, because that's exactly what I did. And initially I thought it was just a little bit of a joke, but then you saw it officially uh, posted on X from the Colts, uh, page that, you know, the, the van will be pulling up in Orlando and there he was. So Gardner Minshew first pro bowl nomination of his career. Exactly. So we're going to talk about each one of these guys. We're going to talk about their 2023 seasons, Minshew, Buckner, and Kelly, and and kind of what's in store for these guys uh, for the for the next season. So uh, before we do that, please make sure to follow us on all of our socials, like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on X, and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you know when Drake and I go live every Monday and Thursday night so you never miss an episode, especially for breaking news episodes, which are bound to happen in the offseason. But if you can't catch us on YouTube, wherever you're listening to us today, make sure you're subscribed. Give us a five-star review so we can reach other Colts fans just like you so drake as we talk about these three guys i think we have to start out with the biggest shock of them all gardner Minshew making his first pro bowl as a member of the indianapolis colts in a season where we didn't think he was really even going to play you know anthony richardson takes over as the starting quarterback and luck and you're hoping you know anthony richardson plays the entire season but sure enough richardson goes down in week five with that shoulder injury Minshew you steps up to the plate and leads the Colts to honestly just a couple of, of, of plays away from hosting a playoff game and winning the division. Yeah, and with all things considered, look, you know, I know that there's there's people chuckling about the nomination, but Minshew really did everything that he was supposed to do. He did everything he was paid to do. 
Um, you know, I mean, 15 touchdowns, nine interceptions, not a super duper glamorous stat, but, you know, he knew the system well. He operated most of the time within it pretty well, but there were some ups and there were some downs. But, hey, you know, the ups were pretty high. He had a four touchdown performance against the then number one defense in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns. And two on the ground, two through the air, you know, um, definitely played like a high level backup at times. So uh, I, I think that when when you look at the situation that was handed to him and how he just plops right into an offense, not even close to the same type of quarterback that was before him. And then they almost damn near make the playoffs. And by all regard, they should have made the playoffs really bad throw there at the end of the season. Um, but you know, like you said, they were just a couple of plays away and Minshew was the leader for most of the year. He started 13 games, um, seven and six record. He was 62%. So he did pretty well. I will say a lot of times they did have to lean on that ground attack, but also a lot of times they didn't have the receiving help they probably wanted. So um, I thought that he performed about as well as you could ask him to. Seven and six in games that he started, and yeah. then he was two and one in games where he had to come in in relief of Anthony Richardson as well. So I mean, she played a role in all nine wins for the Colts this season, and and yeah, I think he played. He he was he was a which proved to be one of the better backups in the NFL. You know, comes in off the bench, uh, keeps the offense afloat for the Indianapolis Colts because let's be real. Uh, when when Richardson went down, there was a uh, a big chance that this this team's chances could have gone down with it. Yeah. Where you know you don't have a backup quarterback in there that can keep the offense going. But Minshew, the veteran that he is, he's been with Shane Steichen for from a few years, even before this one, knows the offense well, was able to just keep things going. Now, were there times where Minshew was bad? Absolutely, there were. Yeah. There were other times where, you know, Minshew definitely helped this offense, I would say. So uh, I, I thought he was a very a, a serviceable backup, should prove to be one of the better backups in the NFL. And, and I fully believe that without Minshew, the Colts probably wouldn't even have sniffed the playoffs. You know, you look at if the Colts had what turned to Sam Ellinger that we're probably talking about a completely different 2023 season for Shane Steichen's squad. So, but, but this Pro Bowl definitely makes things interesting for Gardner Minshew moving forward because he is a free agent in March, you know, and the Colts pro, I, I don't know if it was a given, uh, this wasn't definitely wasn't a given. I should say that the Minshew was going to be back with the Colts next year. You know, there was probably going to be some other teams that were interested in his services now with this pro bowl. Uh, I think that ups the price regardless if it's, uh, if people on the outside want to debate whether it's deserved or not. I think it definitely ups the price for Gardner Minshew's services next year, you know, as just have his, uh, that label of a Pro Bowl quarterback. Uh, that's definitely going to gonna give him probably a couple more million uh, for his, his incoming deal, which could affect whether he returns to the Colts or ends up playing 2024 elsewhere. Yeah, and, you know, uh, I mean, I'm looking, you know, to make it brief here, Gardner Minshew was making dirt money, $3.5 million. That's around what Zach Wilson was making. The, Less than Drew Locke, less than Sam Darnold, less than Mike freaking White. Okay, so by all regard, Gardner Minshew was making dirt money for a backup quarterback. So not only did he increase his value based off of his performance, but this nomination might have increased that value by a mill or two. And I do think that that's going to factor in heavily if the Colts bring him back because he might have outplayed him. He might have outplayed what the Colts are willing to pay him to come back as a backup. It's going to be interesting because he could be encroaching on the 10, 11 million a year. Now yep. the Colts know how valuable a backup quarterback can be. So are they willing to, to shell out that money? They've certainly got some cat, the cap space for it, but, but that will, that will 
also uh, uh, kind of eat away at some of the other deals that they can give some of their bigger free agents? Or do the Colts want to go with a quarterback that fits more of the style of Anthony Richardson so you don't have to really completely change the offense when, from going from, from an Anthony Richardson to another quarterback if Richardson does get injured again. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out between Minshew and the Colts moving forward. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. So let's move on to the second man, or actually it was technically the first man that was named to the Pro Bowl uh, this morning, DeForest Buckner. And and Drake, if you would have asked me this when, when the original rosters were announced, I thought DeForest Buckner deserved to be on that original roster uh, uh, as a Pro Bowler this season. DeForest Buckner was, in my opinion, the best defensive player for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, just an absolute menace, rushing the passer, uh, led the Colts in pressures, was tied for third on the team in sacks from that defensive tackle position, and then a a monster against the run as well. DeForest Buckner, very well-deserving of this this Pro Bowl nomination and making it the third of his career. Yeah, and you know, I'm looking at the pro football focus numbers here. If you're just factoring in every single defensive end and defensive tackle, he was 13th in the NFL in pass rush grade. Now you remove the defensive ends. This dude was fourth in the NFL in pass rushing grade behind Dexter Lawrence, Aaron Donald, and Chris Jones. Those three dudes are freaking monsters. So I'm right there with you. He was, again, eight more sacks. Another fantastic season. Um, The fact that he didn't get that nomination earlier is crazy to me. But, man, I am very happy that he did inevitably get it. And, honestly, as long as the Colts can pay to keep or afford to keep him, afford to pay him, he's going to be in a Colts uniform. I just can't imagine um, even, you know, if Ballard ends up leaving in the next couple years or whatever happens, if he stays or goes, whatever Regardless, I think the Colts are going to keep DeForest Buckner because he is the centerpiece of this defense still. I think he's the best defensive player overall, and until proven otherwise, he's just solidified that. Chris Ballard has said before that if he could have a team of 53 DeForest Buckners, he wouldn't have hurt me. Yeah. And, and honestly, he's not far off right there. So let's look at Buckner's stats for this season. Played in all seven, played and started all 17 games, uh, 81 tackles, uh, 11 tackles for loss, 8 sacks, 21 quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, and then, of course, the fumble return for a touchdown, uh, uh, the fumble recovery that he returned for a touchdown in that week one game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I mean, you're going it's pretty simple what you're going to get out of DeForest Buckner every single year. 
elite defensive tackle play. And I know because the Colts haven't been winning in, in the 10 years since Buckner came here uh, back in, two, in 2020 that he really hasn't received many of the postseason uh, or, or many of the regular season accolades that, that he probably should or, or the recognition that he should. But DeForest Buckner is an elite defensive tackle in the NFL and has been uh, for a number of years. I would still consider him easily in the top five of best defensive tackles in the NFL, considering what he can do as a pass rusher, what he can do against the run, uh, his leadership ability, and 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 just how he changes the game. You know, it, it's such a such a noticeable difference when DeForest Buckner is out there versus when he is not for the Indianapolis Colts. And yeah, Drake, I don't think any Colts fans need to be worried about DeForest Buckner going anywhere. You know, DeForest Buckner, yes, next year is a contract year for Buckner, uh, but I would expect him to, uh, to again, sign another big long-term extension with the Indianapolis Colts. I think Buckner is only 28, 29. So while he is is inching towards uh, the later years of his career, still a lot of good football left to be played for DeForest Buckner. And I don't think it's even uh, a question uh, that he will be, when the time comes, he'll be re-signed and, and likely finish his career in Indianapolis, hopefully uh, uh, like six, six or so years down the line. Yeah, and look, these guys at defensive tackle, they can play, you know, into their early and mid-30s and still put up pretty damn good numbers. It's a a position that is not really indicative of age, uh, like running back or wide receiver. And um, man, what really sticks out, I know he had another great year, but obviously his consistency, but 81 tackles, man, that is just, that's busy. That's a busy defensive tackle, and it's hard to find that type of production. I just I think that going into 2024, you're just going to get more of the same and maybe even more sacks this time when he gets maybe some help on that defensive front with with guys that were already doing pretty well this season. And that's was six games without Grover Stewart. Yeah. You know, a lot of that extra attention went to DeForest Buckner when when Grover Stewart was out because of that suspension. So you you have Grover in there for the full season and and you're probably looking at even bigger numbers for DeForest Buckner in 2023. Let's talk about the final guy who made the Pro Bowl today, center Ryan Kelly, another guy Drake that I thought potentially could have made it on the first go around. Uh, after a a down a, a, I'd say a down couple of years 2021 uh 2022 ryan kelly definitely not at his best battled some injuries and and really struggled you wonder how long ryan kelly was actually going to be in indianapolis 2023 was much much different a complete bounce back season for ryan kelly and in my opinion drake he fully uh, asserted himself back in the conversation for one of the top centers in the nfl yeah, I mean, I know he he missed about two or three games. I think it was three games, but he still had the fourth most offensive snaps on the line, yet he only allowed seven pressures, and he didn't allow any QB hits, but he allowed a sack. Okay, so the pressures stick out because Bernard Ryman allowed 35, Will Fries allowed 30, Quentin Nelson 21, Braden Smith 14. Smith played 10 games. I mean, Brian Kelly played good in run block, good in pass blocking, he just played a great year. This was a, a very resurgent year. This was the prime Kelly that you were used to seeing that, that we got a chance to, to you know, watch on display. So I think that he definitely earned it. And you know what? I know that he's also 30, I believe. But, man, I just think that as long as he can stay healthy, as long as he can stay with it in the game, he's about, like you said, he's one of the best centers you can ask for. And you really need a good center on your offensive line because they're pretty much the commander of any of the changes that happen. 
Yeah, Ryan Kelly was was tremendous this yep. season. You know, you look back at the at those stats and to only allow one sack the entire year just kind Crazy. of shows how how he upped his game in pass protection. I think overall Pro Football Focus had him ranked as the number eighth center in the NFL this season. So really good season from Ryan Kelly. And I know there were some retirement rumors that were going around uh, towards the end of the season regarding Ryan Kelly. Well, when those were brought up to Kelly, he shot those down immediately, said that people need to get new sources, and <laughs> and uh, didn't seem too happy uh, about being asked that. So it doesn't seem like Ryan Kelly has any uh, thoughts of hanging his cleats up anytime soon or, or 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 really leaving this team now i think next year again he is also in a contract year uh so it'll be interesting to see what happens there but but i think especially for for where this offensive line is going as they they kind of are getting back to form as one of the be- the better offensive line units in the nfl uh, uh for for the growth of anthony richardson to have a a, a veteran presence there at center to help him uh, i think that's that's great to see a resurgence from ryan kelly especially with all of the the personal uh, tragedies that he's gone through uh with him and his wife uh with with uh with their kids uh with their 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 their, their daughter uh, and now to to get twin baby boys and and just to see the happiness back in ryan kelly and his personal life it, it's great to see and that, that it seems like it's directly translating to his success on the field and and again he's he's one of the leaders and one of the rocks of this not only the offensive line but of the the colts team in general yeah and you know uh, going back to what he said about those rumors i remember during the 2023 offseason um when it turned out he wasn't going to be traded there were rumors that he was going to be traded and um i think i can't remember who asked him but they said you know what what are you you know what did you do when you heard about the rumors of you, of you being traded and he just immediately answered didn't listen to him this is a guy that just doesn't listen to the outside world he doesn't give a damn about the outside world he knows what he is he knows his value to the colts and i think that he showed um, just how much he wants to stay in Indy, just played absolutely fantastic football. And like you said, his mind is back where it needs to be. Everything in his life is is back online. And, um, you know, he didn't he, he was able to get over some pretty bad tragedies. So it really showed in his play. And I think that you're seeing the best Ryan Kelly from here on out. Exactly. Ryan Kelly, together with Quentin Nelson, who was named to the Pro Bowl uh, when the first initial rosters came out. Uh, those two, they're definitely the rock of this Colts offensive line, both now and and figure to be for, for years to come. So that's our show for today, guys. Appreciate everyone tuning in as Drake and I discuss the three late additions from the Indianapolis Colts to the Pro Bowl rosters. Uh, it's going to be fun to see uh, Nelson, Buckner, Kelly, and Minshew out there uh, dicing it up at the Pro Bowl games in Orlando. If you haven't done so, please go follow us on all of our socials. Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on X, and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you know when Drake and I go live every Monday and Thursday night and for special breaking news episodes so you never miss us and miss anything uh, breaking surrounding the Indianapolis Colts. But if you can't catch us live or on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you are listening to us today, we're obviously on here. So make sure to subscribe and give us a five-star review so we can reach other Colts fans just like you. Go follow Drake at DWalster Drake. You can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL, and we'll be back Thursday night to talk about everything that's happening at the Senior Bowl as practices kicked off on Tuesday. So make sure to tune in as we discuss more future Indianapolis Colts on Thursday night.
take care, Colts fans.